Welcome to Tyler Talks, which is going to be a short series of podcasts. Uh, I'm Adam. I am one of the two founding members of a tiny, mostly cassette-based record label from Sheffield in the UK called Tie-Dye Tapes. The purpose of the podcast is to document conversations between me and other people involved in music in various ways in the city of Sheffield. The conversations that I have are not going to be interview format, it's, it's just me and a couple of friends talking and it'll sometimes be about music in Sheffield or running a record label, things like that, um, and it'll sometimes be about completely unrelated stuff. The first episode is myself, Michael Aitken, who's one of my good friends and plays in the band Air Force Cron, also um, builds amplifiers, services amplifiers, builds guitars, uh, pedals, etc. under the name Aitken Audio. He's a workshop in our studio and he's, he's been involved in most of the music stuff that I've done in some way. Um, we were previously in a band called Nigen together, which we might mention in the conversation. Um, the final guest is Ed Crisp, who is the bassist in the band Best Friends, who are, I believe, on Fat Cat Records. And he plays in the band Thumbbuster with members of Radical Boy and My Harvest. Ed's also part of Delicious Clam Records, which is a um, record label and studio based directly below our studio, Tyler Tapes HQ. Um, Delicious Clam do releases in sort of unconventional formats, so often screen printed stuff, uh, I think postcards, and Ed will mention in the interview that they're planning Um, something advent calendar based uh, around Christmas. Before we go into the conversation, I just want to mention a few things that we've got coming up as a record label. We've got our first uh, vinyl release, which is a split seven inch between Pajaro and Radical Boy. Um, Should be coming out on the 13th of November, Friday the 13th. And um, following on from that, which will probably be in early 2016, we have got a release by Bear Mattress, which is the recording project of Hans, who was a founding member of the band Self-Defense Family at the end of the year. The Bear Mattress EP is the first release by Bear Mattress, and it will be coming out on cassette. Um, it look set to feature uh, Eric Booster, the drummer from the best self-defense family and end of the year albums. Uh, so I'm very much excited to uh, to get that out. Um, the Pajaro Radical Boy 7-inch can be pre-ordered off our Bandcamp, which is tiedietapes.bandcamp.com or you can just go to our website at tiedietapes.com and you should be able to find a link there. So it's uh, time for the conversation. There's no formal intro but you should pretty quickly be able to work out who i am who ed is and who michael is this was recorded at my house in walkley on a friday night there's a bit of traffic noise and uh michael is playing wipeout on the playstation in the background so that keeps him quiet for most of the interview so i'll cue episode one which features michael aitken and ed chris Thank you.
I think um, Abidal Pitch House is pretty good value for yeah, those, those pizzas are fucking yeah, great. Yeah. Like uh, fucking good. There's that place on there. That's all Steve's doing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah, yeah. killed it. I DJ'd at that um, thing that Dan Dylan Ray does. Oh yeah, the Sunday one. Yeah, and yeah, got yeah. like free, free drinks, free pizza, <laughs> free everything. So yeah, 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 they're pretty good for that. Yeah. We're, we're meant to be doing like a delicious clam Christmas party there in December. O'Hara was like, oh, I'll sort out the uh, like food and beer and like. Oh, that's cool. I mean, you guys can. So we're going to do this like a fundraiser and like a launch for some kind of uh, Christmas compilation round two. Oh, nice. Where it all about. began. Yeah, we're like. Don't know if I was going to do something. Well, yeah, potentially we're looking at doing an advent calendar. Oh, cool. Which I would definitely get my balls out of that. Involve like. Not like as in a. Not as in like a nude calendar, oh, no. as in an advent calendar, as in like. Oh, you're missing 20... your <laughs> <laughs> you could just have a flap opening and it's just Michael's really red balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty into that. Me and Harry drove back from Cardiff the other night discussing the idea of doing like 25 bands, doing 25 oh, yeah, yeah. Christmas songs and yeah. releasing one every day. <laughs> that would be great. I love that but... It's a bit short notice, probably. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like October, and that's like, that's a bit short notice, but... I don't know, it seems like a long time, but it's definitely not. I think it's we started long. talking about it around this time last year, and like, yeah. I was recording up until, like, a few days before. Or whatever. <laughs> well, I would, I would volunteer one, but... I don't really have a band. Yeah, <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah. well, we're not... I haven't practiced in Pajaro for what what month was it? October. Since we went on that tour, which I think was in August. So that's like two months. What's going on? Just it's just a total breakdown in communication, basically. And you know there are lots of like like personal gripes and stuff. Mm. Like nothing to do with me at all, yeah. but it just nothing was addressed in the right way, you know. And, and yeah. when when something's when people aren't communicating properly and like sensibly, then something that is totally minor can seem yeah, yeah, way bigger than it actually is. And that that's basically what it was. But. So we did that. Uh, we did that tour with Carson Wells. And then, like, Paddy and Bobby talked about it, and it was just kind of like, just left like, well, whatever, <laughs> pretty much. And so Carson I've just Miles been like, awesome. huh? Carson Miles are pretty awesome. Oh, they were so good, like, yeah. and so nice. And they'd been on tour for like, uh, something like a month or maybe longer <laughs> in Europe. So they'd yeah. been in England and then they went to Europe and then they came back and we played in shows it in it was a all of England. Yeah, they're Scottish. Yeah. Uh, but, but we were playing. Uh, can't remember who we played. Just English places. Mm. Uh, we played Cambridge. Yeah. Um, was it Cambridge? Or was it Oxford? Oxford, and that was really nice. Um, 
Well, was it? Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Oxford for sure. Yeah. And uh, it was a guy called Ollie who does something called Smash Disco. Just on show, but really cool. Like it's just like a, um, just like a basement in a pub, um, and the it kind of reminds me of tie dye in that it's like kind of crammed and way mm. too warm and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but you know, I. Um, I don't know, most most bands that I play with I don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is gonna be just slagging. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through and edit all my stuff out. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm just gonna leave <laughs> yeah. it like you having this conversation, Michael occasionally chipping in, he's just ripping all that mess. Michael just saying, Air Force Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I represent. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Real. I'm gonna restart this one. I think to make compelling podcasts, I should probably say what's going on, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can be asked really. Michael's playing Wipeout. That's pretty much it. Is that compelling? I don't know. <laughs> it's compelling oh, no. viewing. Yeah. I think there's a lot of bands that are like, um, like rock based. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Where it's like uh, the song format is like rock song format yeah and i i'm not really yeah that into that yeah it's it's like it's hard to break away from that though yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i think yeah. it's hard to make songs that don't follow a format i think it's yeah it's really i'm like really jealous when bands do that and yeah. do it well yeah and sort of like break that format but Oh yeah, it's doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we did that quite a lot in Nigel. What break the format? Yeah. Well, that did was it. just by having no format. By having no structure. <laughs> no, we had structure. Just, yeah, just yeah. Uh, don't repeat. Anything. It was just yeah. It's just like one bit onto the next. But that's something I've always been like aware of. Yeah. Because I remember like listening to um, I think it's is it Ease or Wise by Jeremy Newsom. Uh, it's like. Uh, Joanna Neeson's, I think, like, well, second big album, but I think she did it some before. And uh, it's all, the basis of it is her playing harp and singing, and then there's huge orchestrations, mm. but a, a lot of that is, like, through composed in that it just goes from one Shit. section to the other yeah, with yeah. no repetition, but the repetition, it, I mean, it does have repetition, but it repeats themes rather than repeating sections. Yeah. You know, so it'll, have, it'll repeat a melody, but the lyrics will be different, or it'll repeat some lyrics with a slightly different orchestration around it, and yeah. stuff like that. And I think that was probably like, I'm going to guess my dates are going to totally wrong, but that was probably like 2008 or something, right. and uh, or 2009, that album. And I always think about that, and like, how those songs, I, I probably haven't listened to it, I certainly haven't listened to it as much as Lucy, who absolutely loves it mm. but those songs are like to me more catchy than her kind of standard format songs on her previous album and so it's I think when it's done well it can be just as catchy if not more catchy than the song format to me it's, yeah. it's just like less lazy <laughs> and I mean I don't I do enjoy a lot of music where it is like Lazy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But, but like Nick Cave is, you know, he has. I love Nick Cave, and he has kind of songs. Yeah, in some stuff. But it's like Beirut. Songs. It's like when you, when I first started listening to Beirut, I was like, oh, it's amazing because there's so many different parts. And yeah, like, yeah. And it goes from like yeah one to the next, but yeah. then when you start learning it on ukulele, you realise that. It's actually yeah. mostly the same yeah, yeah. chords. Yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. Through, through the whole song. It's the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Ukulele. Yeah. Ukulele. Satan's instrument. Actually, that's sorry. Satan's instrument. It is, actually. Satan's <laughs> Shouldn't you like it? Yeah, I was going to say. No, man. It's shit music. <laughs> People have to hell him with their music. He just can't play it for shit. Yeah. Um, now, I went to one of your gigs at some bookshop or something. Ages ago. Who's? One of my gigs. Yeah, like, there's like. You and some other dudes. Oh, was that um, Jack Collister? What was that called? Uh, <coughs> Five Leaf Nettles. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah it was, was it a rude shipyard? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Jack's back actually in November. Oh, is he the one? Is he what the back best? in Sheffield? Yeah, he's he the New best Zealand friend who went to. Yeah, he's the he he was the drummer. All oh. oh, right. Yeah, is he the one <laughs> that got replaced by the guy with the RBF? The RBF. Resting bitch face. He's got a strong RBF, man. He looks, pissed. He looks pissed off all <laughs> really? the time. What's his name? Johnny. Johnny. Really? I didn't get that vibe from him. Resting bitch all. face. Maybe it's a drumming thing. Do you mean when he's drumming? Or? No, just in general. He just looks pissed oh, off all the time. Really? Well, it might just be me. <laughs> you look happy as shit right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm You got that little grin. <laughs> um, I haven't noticed that. No, I didn't notice that. That's Ooh. weird. I wouldn't yeah. take that I've as like or not like it. Oh, I mean, I don't like yeah. it. I never really spoke to him. You like loads of people with RBF. Yeah, RBF isn't a bad thing, which means you look pissed off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean you actually are. Where's Jack Bean? He, he moved to the Lake District for like six months. Oh, nice. Uh, and he was save him and his girlfriend, Kate, were saving Why did I think he'd come to Australia? Well, yeah. If you'd let me finish. Oh. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> he saved the money to go travelling. They went India, Australia. I think they're in. Well, they're in New Zealand at the minute. Oh wow! And he's coming back <laughs> in November. We're going to record a five leaf nettles EP. Oh cool, sweet. Be good. You've got the uh, you've got the gear now, haven't you? Yeah, just about. Yeah. I'm still borrowing shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, so you borrowed the tape machine that had my vocal takes oh, on yeah, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What what band was it from? Collider. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been. I, because yeah. all the Pajaro stuff. So I before I was in Pajaro, I I would always just record that stuff on my own at the studio and just because it was all different. I would yeah, like, yeah. Just go there and try and work out what I could do with the song. I remember right. one time. I one didn't really. Time. I didn't really know Callum. I'm pretty sure it was Callum. And uh, I was recording these like, it's the vocals for Quid Pro Quo. Right. And that <laughs> I was, so I was just like screaming this really bleak <laughs> stuff. And I was in the control room and I had been doing it for like 45 minutes or something. And my throat was like just going. And I looked out into the other room and I think it was Callum was just sat there like. <laughs> Probably like one of the first times I actually spoke to him. I yeah. went in like, "Hi, <laughs> I'm not a psychopath." Was that when they were practicing upstairs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, must have. Been. Have you been like looking for other places? We have. Have you found anything? Um, one that's 
on the street behind Audacious. Oh, right. But it's yeah. like, it used to be a car hire place. Yeah. And <clears throat> that's going. I had my eyes on um, trying to get like a meanwhile use uh, on what Fuck. used to be the stock room. Is that where the council just like lets you use a Yeah, place? essentially I think you pay like not a lot per square foot. Right. Um, but one of my friends is a letting as a, I know, she's a state agent and she was saying like you should just try and contact the, the landlords and just be like but this place is costing you money in insurance and we're going to fill it, but we're not going to pay you any rent, but it's going to save you money. Right. Um, and she was like, you could just try that. Well, well the idea would fast. would be, yeah. would have been to use the upstairs, like the oh, first right. floor as a studio. fuck yeah. you. Slash practice space. It's <laughs> yeah. a pretty massive, pretty massive space, I reckon. Mm. So you'd be able to have like a couple of rooms and a studio yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And then, when the downstairs is either a bar or like the downstairs is horrible but yeah yeah it's grimy but where isn't yeah like the idea the idea was going to be to sort of have a there's another whole other thing have spaces upstairs that were like paying for the whole thing yeah and then run like nights like now and again yeah, yeah, yeah. have downstairs. it as like a space yeah but um I don't know what's going on with that really. Yeah, I I I looked at a few places, but I mean, I'm just thinking like they've got to finish the one at Gatecrasher, yeah. which they're doing first, and then they've got to let it out. And I don't think I think if you look at like West One and how empty that is, I don't think yeah. it's actually a given that like a new build flat block is actually going to get filled up. Yeah, right? I think it. I think it could be a while. And I assumed that, um, like once they built it, that'd be it. Yeah. But I was, I was speaking to my friend Megan, who's the estate. Yeah. She was like, the only way of knowing is by, like, potentially registering interest in the flats. Right. Yeah. And then you'd find out sort of when. They're almost full because they're not going to start building anything until yeah 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 almost let them yeah. or, or sold them all. Hmm. So I mean, we could still have a while. It's just a, it's annoying being on the back foot because <coughs> yeah, you can't do anything in the knowledge that whatever you do might just get knocked down. And yeah, a bit. but I mean, like I'd quite happily move somewhere new, but I don't want to do that until we have to. Yeah, well, the thing is, the place that we've got now that people don't really seem to complain is really ideal yeah, yeah. and it, you look at the prices of other mm. comparable things and it's just unreal the amount that we get it for yeah yeah i was looking at other places like yeah. even a shitty little room in stag works it's like more than we pay yeah that's more than we pay for the top yeah. four rooms yeah it's like yeah it's like a hundred quid a week in there yeah yeah, like yeah. Probably more, it's like, yeah yeah how much are your bills Fuck all. Yeah. That's nothing either, but we had one month where it's just like, um, or one, I don't know how we get billed for it. It's monthly, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we had mon one month where it's like 55 quid. <laughs> and then every other yeah. month has been um, like seven or nine or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll totally raise yeah. the heat of that month. <laughs> is that what it was? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the more efficient one after that. 
And then, yeah, but it used to get so cold that I couldn't do work because my hands were freezing <laughs> up. Yeah. It's and like, we've, we've got that little fan one that heats up a room in like two seconds, yeah. but it costs about a pound a minute or something like that. Yeah, it's brutal. It's awesome, man. Tony's that guy. I'm not looking forward to winter again. I'm not. It's cold, I like warm. Yeah. But I mean, like, as I said, I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, you're not looking forward to it? When you're in, a, in that place. Yeah, it's it pretty bad. Fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. Did you have your insulation wall up last winter? Yeah. Huh. But the weird thing about that is, like, there's zero air movement in our room. Yeah. And so, like, even on a hot day, it's, like, super cold inside. Yeah, it's pretty cold in like upstairs as well. Drinking yeah. beer on the microphone. Like so warm outside. I spied a fag outside because I was like, I need to actually pretend that I'm gonna appreciate this heat. Yeah, it's nice. It's being cold inside with a fleece on. <laughs> it's like kind of nice outside. <laughs> Ended up thinking like today I was like, oh, it's been so nice all day. I better go enter for a chiller and then like let Phoebe and like went down just as the sun was going down and then we had big bottles of beer, so we just decided to like sit whilst it was like freezing fucking cold like the sun had gone. It's still summer, man. (laughs) (laughs) But to be honest, we've done well to get to October without it being bitterly cold. Right. I mean, last winter was like basically the beginning of September until the end of March. I reckon this will make compelling podcast listening. Like three Talk about the weather. Like, Talk about the weather. Yeah. 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 Fuck That's yeah. classic. Yeah. Oh, I was listening to, I listened to a podcast called The Overnight Drive, which is, um, do you know the band Self Defense Family? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's um, Hans and Andrew who were like founding members of that band and Hans like quit, had a tour meltdown and quit and Andrew is just like, he's basically just like that overseeing hand, just, they just like send him stuff, now he used to play right. guitar or something but now they just like send him stuff and he just either vetoes it or doesn't, really? yeah he's like some kind of overseer or yeah. something. Like That's what me and James need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam used to be the veto in there, now he's Mm. We'd have loads of terrible ideas, and you'd be like, "That's actually a terrible idea." Yeah, you should stop doing that. You can only fulfil that role for so long, though. Like, if I was going to do it again, I would have to not be in the band in order to do it. Thanks for listening to episode one of the Tie Dye Talks podcast. The second episode will be released when I have edited it, and it will feature more of the conversation you heard today keep an eye on our twitter and our facebook um which are just at tie tapes um and check out best friends and Thumbbuster and also air force cron and if you like any of the music you've heard throughout this podcast it's some hip-hop stuff that i make so send me an email